Joining me right now on Kumite TV is Eternal MMA Flyweight Nicole Zepasvari. What's going on, Nicole? Hey, how you going? Good, good, good. Um, you know, the big story, of course, is you returning after two years away from competition. You know, a lot yeah. of people know that you had a child. You know, talk about that experience of having a child and, and stepping away from mixed martial arts. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I guess, I never, I've had two years off fighting MMA, but I, I mean, I've been competing in jiu-jitsu for that time, obviously not while I was pregnant. Um, and I've been training the entire time. I was training until three days before I gave birth um, and was back in the gym four weeks postpartum. So, yeah, I've had two years out of the cage, but I've been on the mats every day. So as far as having a layoff, I wouldn't really call it a layoff. I've had a bit of a break from fighting and such, but I've still been competing and still been training. Constantly. So, yeah. Mackenzie Dern, she actually returned recently after giving birth, I think five months. You know, yeah. no matter the result, was that too soon, you think, for MMA, returning to MMA? No, well, Hugo, my son will be six months the day after I fight. So, you know, it's not that much different. Um, and as I said, I've been back in the gym for, since four weeks postpartum. Um, and I guess, you know, I stayed all through my pregnancy and I, that made a huge difference um so i was able to kind of bounce back as they say um so for me no i don't think it's been too soon i would have been ready while well, we were ready a month or however long this fight was scheduled for the melbourne card um so no i guess it's, it's sort of a hard thing to say. Everyone's journey is so different, I suppose. So, You said you've been competing in jiu-jitsu, training in jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. Have you focused the whole time on jiu-jitsu, or were you doing the striking aspects and everything all together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's an, our gym's an MMA gym. We have, like, I've, I'm at every class. So that includes striking, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, gi, no gi. So, no, I definitely haven't just been focusing on jiu-jitsu at all. It's been, yeah, it's been a really well-rounded camp and the two years prior to that have been, you know, a bit of everything as well. Being just competing, you know, while competing just in jiu-jitsu, your jiu-jitsu must be incredible, you know, the, the levels that you have reached, right? Like, how, how do you, what's the confidence level in your ground game now compared to before? Compared to two years ago, or yeah, yeah, before you, before you know, I stepped away. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I've got another two years under my belt, right? Mm. So I'm now a four stripe purple belt. Um, I, I mean, my layoff with being pregnant, I don't feel like I was still there watching every session. Um, so the technique is was all still there, which is a matter of getting my fitness back up, but that didn't even take long. So. I don't, like, over the last two years, I definitely feel like I've made huge improvements. Um, I mean, I'm improving every day. There'd be something wrong if I wasn't, right? So, yeah, yeah, no, I'm feeling good, feeling very confident. In your amateur career, you were fighting at flyweight, and then you, yes. you, you started your career at flyweight as a professional, then you went to strawweight, now you're back at flyweight. Why did you decide to move back up? Um, well, I actually started my professional career at bantamweight. My first fight was bantam. Mm -hmm. um, that was just a fight that we got offered at um, down in Melbourne on AFC so we jumped on it um, it was a weight division up and at that time I was cutting to straw weight so I was pretty small going into that fight and she was really big so um, that was definitely experience, an experience but it was a good experience I still got the win 
Um, and then, yeah, we went down to strawweight. That was just because the opponent was small, so we thought we'd give it a try. Um, we didn't really intend on staying down there. It was just, you know, why not give it a go? There was an opponent there. There's not that many opponents around, so I guess you've got to take what you can get. Did you feel at strawweight that you weren't performing to your potential, you know, when you did go out there and compete? No, no, not at all. That was, I think that fight was finished within 30 seconds. So, um, no, I felt fine. And I just, yeah, I guess flyweight is more comfortable for me. Strawweight was a big cut. But, um, yeah, no, I guess flyweights, as I said, you just go where the fights are. If there were fights at strawweight, I'd be trying to get back down to strawweight. So, and vice versa, if there was fights at Bantam, I'd be going up there as well. So, it's just, yeah, where the fights are. Your return is at Eternal MMA 49. This fight was originally scheduled for Eternal 48, you know, in Melbourne. What happened with that fight? Um, Well, we just needed to reschedule. It was, um, Mm. at the end of the day, we, Joel, my husband and coach, he couldn't get time off work. So we had approached her camp a long time in advance to try and set the fight up. Didn't hear back for a while. So um, in the meantime, he couldn't get the time off work. And it just meant that, at that time, I had, what, a three-month-old, three-and-a-half-month-old. I would have been traveling down there on my own for the weight cut. He was going to come down the next day for the actual fight, of course. But um, it just wasn't going to work out. I couldn't travel with a three-month-old baby cutting weight, traveling and flying three hours down to Melbourne on my own. So, yeah, we just had to reschedule it. Luckily, we could reschedule it, so we didn't have to cancel it. So it worked out fine. We're both from here anyway. She's from the Gold Coast. I'm from the Sunshine Coast, which is only two hours north. So mm. it works out better really yeah definitely it would it does work out now chelsea hackett everybody knows her for her striking there's a lot of hype surrounding her you know and i'm pretty sure you know that and you go in there with the task of killing the hype you know do you like that position you're in right now yeah yeah it's a good position yeah i do i um i mean it's gonna be a great fight i of course you you don't want easy fights i want Mm. a nice hard fight um, there are so many ways that we can beat her and we've game planned A through to Z so yeah we're feeling feeling good she's had two professional fights what have you thought you know of the performance she's had so far um, look her striking is obviously really nice um, but as I said at the time to Joel when I said I want the fight it's MMA isn't it it's not Muay Um and obviously I've seen plenty of ways that as I said that we can beat her and mm. that's, yeah we've game planned for that so yeah, it's good. As I said, it'll be a good fight. But yeah, now Let's see how it you've out. had an extra month. How long has your training camp been? When did you decide? Okay, we gotta tighten it down. Get into the camp. Prepare her for Chelsea Hackett. Um, about four months ago. So it would have been when she had her first fight on Eternal against Mel Zeman. I don't remember exactly when it was. I know I was sitting at home with a newborn so i would say yeah four months ago the job was down there watching the fight and i text joel i said look i want that fight so we've been prepping since then combat club you know your head coach is joel like who else is surrounding who combat lab oh sorry combat lab sorry i'm sorry combat lab head coach is uh joel now who else is around you know around you that kind of helps you get ready for this fight um, yeah, so as you said, Joel is my head coach, my husband. Um, he has trained me from scratch. So he's he knows my game inside out better than I know it myself. Um, so I would say he's all I need, and he is all I need, but I'm lucky to have other striking coaches as well. Um, we've got Ty Duncan, 
he's one of our striking coaches, and Daniel Maudsley. So I've been doing some privates with him as well. He's got a lot of Muay Thai experience, so he's been yeah, he's been invaluable for this. Um, and then we've also Ryan Dunstan down at night in Caloundra. We've been working closely with him. Um, yeah, so we've had a lot of different angles to this fight camp. It's been great. A lot of input. Compared to previous camps, you know, have what little tweaks have you made to this camp? To you know, any changes? Um, changes. I mean, every camp's different, I suppose, isn't it? Every opponent's mm-hmm. different, so every camp should be different. Game planning differently. Um, the thing I would think mostly about this camp that's different is we just have such a specific game plan, a specific goal, but so many game plans, so many ways that we're going to get there. Um, but it feels very, very clear to me exactly what I'm, I'm going to go in there and do rather than, you know, some other fights. It might be a bit more, I guess, well-rounded well, well yeah, rounded my skill set against their skill set, but this is such an obvious hurt. She's a striker, I'm a grappler, so it's pretty obvious to me what I'm going in there to do. So yeah, I think it's been more of a technical technical game plan and a technical camp. So she's, you know, we know what she's coming in. We know what she's got. We know what she's bringing you do have a a good striking also, you know what I mean? Like you said, you've been working with a lot of striking coaches, you know, in the past and during this camp. You do have a, a head kick knockout win, you know, like I'm pretty sure a lot of people know that. Like, can we see, yeah. you know, another level of striking when you get out there and kind of like test yourself against her and maybe even win the battles? Yeah, well, look, I mean, as we've said, it's been two years since I've fought, so no one's seen anything that I've been doing for the last two years. Um, and two years is a lot of time when you're in the gym every day training. So, yes, my striking has definitely evolved. Um, my grappling's evolved. My jiu-jitsu's evolved. So I wouldn't say I'll come out and try and win the striking battle necessarily, but I'll definitely bring it. Yeah, the shroud of mystery around you is... Yeah. It makes this fight so interesting, I believe, you know, because everybody yeah, knows yeah. what Chelsea brings, yeah. right? But it's like you, yeah. what are you going to bring? What? How are you going to yeah. come I've out in this fight? To go away and sharpen up. And, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's so fun to uh, look at this matchup in that aspect of yeah. like, what, yeah. what, what is the mystery behind your when you return? Now, plans moving forward, yeah. you know, what do you see? Like, after this fight, of course, you know, you're looking at Chelsea, but I'm pretty sure you do have something in your mind where you want to be in the next year or so. Um, Yeah, obviously, I'm not looking past this fight. We don't like to sort of, yeah, ever look past a fight. But, um, of course, I would love to have one of those eternal pro belts around my waist and, yeah, go from there, I suppose, see where it takes us. All right, well, it all starts again, November 1st, Eternal MB49. Yeah, South Pork Sharks. Thank you, Nicole, so much for the time. Thank you. Good luck on the fight and good luck on the bright future Thanks. you have. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. <laughs>